a lot of people are watching the NFL that never used to watch the NFL just for the chance to possibly see Travis Kelsey or Taylor Swift. They're stating they just want to watch football. This is like <laughs> the US and guns. Don't yeah. take my guns. Don't take my guns. Yeah, well, they're um, killing kids. So We'll come back to it. We'll circle back to that one <laughs> on another episode, I think. You're listening to the Two Sides of the Same Coin podcast with M and Kimber. Check us out on socials at M and Kimber. Don't forget to leave a five-star review. This podcast is recorded on near Bali land with Mario custodians. We pay our respects to elders past and present. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders who might be joining us today. Welcome back. Hey, 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 hey. Hi. How are you? Good. Episode two. Episode two. We're going to talk about some entertainment stuff. We are. So like the structure of the podcast, I think in my mind, mm-hmm. is obviously we do like a bulk record. Yes. Because we're busy people. We are. We don't, we can't be doing the whole every week on a Monday, coming in for four hours. Yep. Too, it's, hard. Too hard basket. Yeah. And we're busy. Like we've got, you know, I'm, I, I've got the kids and work and you've got work. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> we'll just mute that. Um, yeah, so we've just we've just got other things going on. We have, that are just... we're, busy, we're busy ladies. So I thought, you know, like we'll have like f- these four episode drops. Yes. One is going to kind of be, you know, like what's happened with us in the month. Yeah. The second one is going to be entertainment based. Yep. The third one is going to be like like things that have bagged us, like things that have absolutely grabbed our attention. Yeah, shook us to our core. And then the fourth one is going to be am I a fuckwit? Yeah, I love that. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Jimmy. Yeah. You're the best. Yeah. Enjoy your lunch, doll. <laughs> um, so that's kind of like how I envision the setup of yeah. each four weeks. And get don't get us wrong, we will probably change this. Oh, absolutely. We this will. is going to grow with us. It's going to change yep. with us. It just is. We're just figuring out what works. Yeah. So, entertainment. What have you been yes. watching? What have you been doing? <gasps> <Whoa>. <laughs> I'm done at you. We, we're trying to figure out why... For some reason, even though I'm so much taller, I have to have, I don't know, the microphone at a weird at ass a f- angle. Yeah, further, further out angle. Yeah, it's strange. Anyway. It is a bit strange. Um, so things we've been watching, I think for me, um, I've got a couple of things I want to talk about. Um, the first one, I watched Sound of Freedom last night. Yes. What is that? Tell me. So the Sound of Freedom, I don't know if you remember um, sort of late last year, I sent you a TikTok um, of Blake Lively doing a spiel about um, uh, child sex trafficking. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. This is the movie basically that went along with that. Oh, right. Okay. Um, it's it's a hard watch in the beginning. I sort of was like, holy crap, if the movie is going to be like this the whole way through, yeah, I'm not going to cope. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be able to do it. And it is a long movie. I think it's like two hours and 15 minutes or something. Yeah, okay, yep. Um, I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. It's, it's too emotionally draining. Mm-hmm. But if you get past sort of the first 20 minutes – it's okay. It turns into a, a movie where you're sort of following a plot and, and, and it's a bit easier to watch, a bit easier to yeah, okay. palette. Yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, it's an independent film about child sex trafficking. It's based on a true story about a detective who left his family and his job to save children from trafficking in Colombia. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing that I wanted to talk about is that it was $250 million in the box office. Mm-hmm. It finished in the top 10 for the year, for 2023. Mm-hmm. But the Oscars and the Golden Globes haven't even mentioned them in the relevant award categories. Oh. Does it not scream to you, the call is coming from inside the house? 
Yeah. There was a lot of controversy around it as well last year. Like they had people talking about in cinemas that um, air cons were being switched off and um, lights weren't being turned off. So they just leave the lights on throughout the whole movie. Um, People were being just randomly refunded their tickets. Like they just get their money back for their tickets and they just wouldn't be able to go. Or it would say that they were sold out and then they'd go to the cinema and they're the only ones in there. It. Yeah, there was a lot of like interesting controversy, yeah, okay. sort like of trying of, to ruin everybody's bit of big conspiracy yeah, okay. stuff about it. Yeah. Um, We'd love a conspiracy theory here. Yeah, but I mean, the whole premise is basically that America is where a lot of the child sex trafficking, buying and trading is mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. But the children are coming from you know these smaller countries like Colombia, like um, oh gosh, what was the other country that the kid came from? Um, I think one ki- kid that they talk about came from Haiti. Another kid yeah, okay. came from oh my memory is just shot. Anywho, but you know these smaller type um, South American countries, yep. um, and so a lot of it is about how Americans are enabling this behavior to keep happening because. Mm. The people who are in charge of that country are these white male pedophile types. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, one TikTok that I that I watched was about how you know there's so many kids seen at the border, the Mexican border, and nobody knows where those kids go. Nobody knows. Yeah, they just okay. there's no there's no tracking of where they are, what they're where they're going, what's happening with them. And it's it's all just a bit sus. Yeah, absolutely. So for now, these massive award shows like the Oscars and the Golden Globes to not even give them the recognition that they deserve, being a top 10 movie for the yeah, year, yeah. it's like why are you insisting that this movie not be given the recognition that it deserves? Yeah, absolutely. Why? And there was so much in the media at the time about don't go watch this movie, this movie isn't. Um, an accurate portrayal and it's just fear-mongering. And it's like the media talking about how it's fear-mongering. Really? Yeah, yeah. You're the media. You're the That's media. That's literally your, your MO. That's what you <laughs> yeah. do. You are fear-mongering. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's just screams to me the call is coming from inside the house, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, if Not you haven't right, – but- no. Okay, so the title of it again. The Sound of Freedom. The Sound of Freedom. It just doesn't stick in my head. The idea I'm is glitching. that <laughs> – The idea is that once the children are free, mm-hmm. the, their laughter and their singing and their voices the is sound the of sound freedom. of freedom. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. they're so quiet when they're in captivity. Yeah, yeah. There's not much sound coming out of them. But then when they're free, they're, you know, they're singing and they're talking and – Yep. Laughing and yeah, love that sound of freedom. Okay, yep, nice. What have you been watching? Um, so movie wise, mm. I watched Wonka. Yes, so that's the origin of Wonka. Yes, um, it's got Timothy Chalamet in it. Yes, which is um, Kylie Jenner's current boo. Yes, and mm-hmm. they're two. They're actually really cute together. They are a bit cute together. Yeah, I, I do unusual coupling, but look, they, they very seem really happy. strange. Yeah, yep. yeah, they yep. seem they seem happy though. Yeah. Um. So I watched Wonka. Now mm. Ryan hates the other two Wonkas, the OG Wonka <gasps> and Get out the other one because he of thinks town. they're creepy. Okay. He doesn't like them. They're creepy. But this one was not as creepy. That's good. Um, and there was a lot of controversy around Hugh Grant playing the Oompa Loompa because 
um, people of smaller stature mm. um, said that he was taking a role that is literally like made for small people. Yeah. But then when I watched the movie, the reason why I think that it was just any actor mm-hmm. is because it, he was a full-blown mythical creature. Yeah. He's like tiny, tiny, like like leprechaun tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Not like little people tiny, like No, smaller. like what the other two yeah. have been. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of understand that why it was just normal actor who was chosen for it and Hugh Grant was very very good in that role yeah um he's pretty funny he yeah he is um but I also like still understand you know an Oompa Loompa is literally a small person yeah. so like they could have absolutely used a small person for that yeah absolutely um, so, like, I understood that, but I really enjoyed it. That's good. So it's Wonka's story of how he started the chocolate factory. Which has never been covered before. Like, I watched the ad no. the other day because yeah. I was like, why are they making another fucking Wonka? Wonka. Are you joking? Yeah. And, yeah. like, to me, the last Wonka came out five years ago. I know it's yeah. been, like, 15 it years. Has. Yes, it has been a long time. <laughs> but when, when I looked at it, I was like, but we only just had another Wonka. Yeah, yeah. But it hasn't. Um, but, yeah, no, this is I, – I must admit, I'm, I want to watch it. I'm yeah. very intrigued – to see how they're going to write his story of how, yeah. he, how he became a chocolate And I maker. loved it. Yeah. So it's a little bit about the story of his travels mm-hmm. and his mum mm-hmm. and the fight he has with the other chocolatiers in town. Yes. Because they're super corrupt. Yep. And there's a lot of corruption and he's trying to fight with the, his little like – because what's the other guy, the other chocolate maker's name that they they mention it in all of the movies? Um, Sm- Smuggle, Snugglesworth. Yeah, some, yeah, Smugglesworth. Yeah, something like something that. Something like that? Yeah, it is, yes. What is it? Slop, slop, slop. Slugsworth? No, that's Harry Potter. No, the Slughorn is Harry Potter. <laughs> I think it's Slugsworth. I'm Slugs- Okay, anyway. <laughs> I'm unsure. If anyone on the TikTok lives wants to give us a You want to know what those are? That would be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so, but there's, there's three others mm-hmm. and – They've got this like vat of like chocolate underneath a cathedral and there's a corrupt pope guy and a corrupt police officer and all of that. Of course kind of there's thing. a corrupt pope. I know. <laughs> so it's just like real life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Real yeah, life themes. Real life tins. Um but yeah, it's really good and he kinda gets like he's like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna um go and stay in this place rather than like sleep on the floor and she's like, Oh yeah, it's one silver sovereign or whatever to um stay here and then she ends up like there's a fine print and all this kind of stuff and he gets stuck in washing laundry to pay oh. for his stay yeah. at this place yeah okay. so and then the other people that are also in the same boat yeah with him they also are stuck in the laundry doing all that kind of stuff but he gets them in cahoots okay um to help him become get his little wonka shop um and it's amazing I, like I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was so good. Oh, good! I'm um, glad that you enjoyed it. I did. So it's definitely one to watch. Yeah. Um, because it was a great old time, and honestly, um, if you've needed it, I've got it. Yeah. Yeah. I would like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, is it? Can, can the kids watch it? Yeah. Because they've watched the other two. They're oh, a bit yeah, spooky. There's some sort of scenes that I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is for children. Ooh, no, this one, this one's fine. Slugworth. 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 Yeah. Here we go. Arthur Slugworth. Arthur Slugworth. Yeah, no, I do. I want to watch it. And like I said, the kids have been watching the other two. Um, so, yeah, I do want to watch that and see, see, what, see what the go is. Yes. Um, now, mm-hmm. should we talk about some maths? Hit me. You haven't been watching. I have. I've been keeping updates with like – the you know the maths guy on Instagram? No. Oh, there's a there's a bloke who 
used to work with maths or something like that and he like spills the tea on all of the stuff and he like harasses them at their weddings and stuff it's great i love it um (laughs) i love that so obviously there's like a huge villain this year um, Old mate it, with the it seems with the ponytail. Yeah, well, we've got two with long hair this year. Two oh, two man buns going on. Yeah. Um, man buns are so two thousand and five. <laughs> Come on, guys. To be fair, one of them the the, the villain is the cool tanned one. Yeah, yeah, he's probably the more attractive of the two with the man buns. Uh-huh. Um, but we're going to start off with Sarah and Tim because they were okay. the first ones. Yeah. Um, so Sarah and Tim, straight off the bat, I was like. She is going to be too much for him, okay? Because she, she seems like one of those people who's just like very, it's like set in her ways mm-hmm. and like um, very closed off. Um, he seems like a nice guy, but he's put his foot in it a couple of times already. Um, we are only at honeymoon stage at this at the time of this recording. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're going to make it. I think they're going to piss each other off. I think that it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the second wedding? I think it was Cassandra and Tristan. So Cassandra and Tristan, Cassandra has had so much loss in her life. Oh, She's yeah. lost her mum, mm-hmm. I think three years ago, and then she lost her eight-year-long partner in a motorbike accident as well. She's, um, But she's lovely. She's absolutely adorable. She's like this cute little um, – she's a darker lady mm-hmm. and she's just really – like she just seems really sweet and lovely and she's been paired up, paired up with Tristan mm-hmm. and he's like – he screams like – 30 year old virgin i don't think he is but he's like he's giving off that energy he's a little bit awkward um he actually reminds me of someone in town um these two are so cute together like their relationship is so wholesome they just seem really i'd love a bit of wholesome love i know i'm like i feel i just i don't think it's going to work out though because i feel like she needs someone who's just a bit stronger like Mm -hmm. tristan isn't really giving that like strong male energy and I feel like that she won't be be able to sit in her feminine enough yeah I don't know she just I think that she isn't going to be able to step up as well and take the reins yeah and someone needs to and it just doesn't seem like either of them are going to do it so we'll see where that goes but they are very very cute together I really like them together um Eden and Jaden are probably my favourite couple. Okay. This is Jaden. He's got the oh, man he's bun. The second man bun. Second yep. man bun. He oh, is yeah, a no, kickboxer. Yeah, okay. And yep. he is a little bit self conscious, got a little bit of um, uh, confidence issues. Yep, yep. And she is just this like lovely, really sweet, really nice girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got these like big lips. So she kind of always looks like she's doing this face. <laughs> I'll show you guys um, what I'm talking about. But it's like she's got always got her lips like in a what the fuck are you talking about face? Like, yeah, okay, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> just resting bitch face hard. <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, I think it's the way that her lips have been done. Okay. But they're just they're so sweet, and I just feel like they have really paired these two together. I think if anyone's going to last, it's going to be these two. Yeah, the, the new Michael and Martha. Yes, <laughs> mind you, I didn't think that they were going to last. To be fair, I okay. thought that she was going to piss him off. Anyway, but yeah, if I had to put my money on anyone, it'd be those two for the end. Mm-hmm. Um, now we've got Lucinda and Timothy. This is an older-ish couple, like middle age. I think they're fifty-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, he might be fifty-nine, somewhere in that ra- age range. Anyway, Lucinda is like our spirit animal. Okay, she yeah. is. Um, hippie dippy, spiritual, Kama Sutra. Mm-hmm. Um, she does MCing. She lives at um, what's the is it 
not Bondi. What's the what's Byron, the Byron Bay? Byron Bay. <laughs> She's the Byron Bay girly. Yep. Um, and Timothy is this like closed off middle aged man. Hank, go away. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hank's like, what are you talking about? Get out. Um, yeah. So I I don't think that these two are going to work out unless Timothy can come out of his shell a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Lucinda is like airy fairy. She is fucking copying it online they're like she's a weirdo oh, what really? a fucking nutcase what a sh- oh, like no. and i'm like i would rather be with the hippy dippy weirdo yeah than be with someone who's a fuckwit yeah absolutely like if i'm gonna pick between the two i'm gonna go lucinda yep. who's like she's kind and she's empathetic and she hears him out and he has said to her that he is not sexually attracted to her and she's just fucking taking it on the chin. She's like, it's okay, maybe you're not there yet. We've got time, that sort of thing. So I think when it comes to these two, Lucinda and Timothy, I don't think they're going to work out unless Timothy can come fully out of his shell and really, I guess, get meet her, meet her halfway. I think that she's going to have to do a lot. I think she's going to have to do a lot to... I don't know, bring him out of his shell, get him a bit more comfortable with who he is and his emotions and his feelings because he's just very closed off at the moment and it's not going to work out. It sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> it sounds like most middle-aged men though. Like, Isn't it giving like middle-aged like, man? Mate, you are single and I'm seeing the reasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we get it, we get it. Yep. Um, all right, so then we've got Natalie and Collins. It's not going to work out. Natalie is a kooky, kooky gal. Okay. She is – so this is Natalie and Collins. Oh, yes. Natalie okay. is the one in the – have you seen any of the ads? In the ad, she's the one tripping over all the time. She's like, oh, I fell. Oh, I fell. And I think she twisted her ankle or some ridiculous thing. <laughs> and Collins has never been in a relationship before. Okay. She's been in, in like a seven-year relationship. So they've yep. just pinned these like complete opposites together. Yep. He's like never spent this much time with one woman. So he's oh. already like pumped the fucking brakes style. Yeah, he's building okay. pillow walls in the bed. <laughs> even Ben was like, um, oh. is he serious? Like even when I sleep next to my mates, I don't build a fucking pillow wall. Like yeah. what are you, five? Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway. Is she grabby in her sleep maybe? I don't know. Maybe that's something they're not like letting us in on. Maybe, yeah, maybe she's like me and she'll just spoon anything that's yeah, in the bed. Anything that's in the bed. <laughs> Grab the closest warm thing. Um, Ellie and Ben. Okay, so this is Ellie and Ben. They were on, I think, Thursday night's episode. Oh, they look cute. They do look cute, but I think Ben's there for his podcast and his oh, travel the tourism. Media, right. okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, so the I think he's there plug. for fame. Yeah, oh, nice. Because if he was trying to reassure us in his little speech about how he is definitely not there for that, he fucking failed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did a real bad job of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and Ellie seems really sweet. She um was with someone she was like six weeks out from her wedding and he was like, I just don't want to be with you anymore and just bailed. So she's coming into it with like this heartbreak. Yeah. All right, last couple. Prefer to be with somebody who can bail rather than marrying me and then leading me on for like another year and then divorcing me. So true. Just She reckons he like went out one night. Mm -hmm. He didn't come home until 10 o'clock the next morning, wasn't answering any of her phone calls. And then when he did finally come back to the house, he was like, I don't want to be with you anymore. This isn't working for me. He cheated. <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> he was with someone else and now he's like, fuck, instead of telling you I cheated, I'm just going to break up with I'm just you. Break up with you. Yeah. 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 So, anyway. All right. Last Next couple up. that have been on so far mm-hmm. as of this recording, I know there is another wedding on tonight, mm-hmm. Sunday. Um, is Tori and Jack. Jack is the villain. Jack is the villain. And he looks like someone from Whoseville. He does. He's got the little, like, the- lack of top lip and he's trying to hide that with this, like, really thin moustache. And I'm like, what are you – like, we can still tell you don't have a top lip, dude. Yeah. You're giving who from who's who. He's too manicured for me. Yeah. 
way too manicured. Yeah. His beard is like literal perfection. His brows yeah. are literal perfection. And there's no fading going on. It's just like a straight no. like. Sh- sh- yeah. Tube. And I like I enjoy a man who who looks after themselves. Yeah. Um, Ryan is very well groomed. Always looks good, but that like is too much. Yep. Stop doing the back end of your eyebrows, mate. Take a little bit from underneath and a little bit in the middle. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. Yeah, anyway, moving on. So, yes, like I said, he's the, he's going to be the villain. It looks like mm-hmm. Tori is a very strong minded woman, but for some reason she's really taking a submissive role with him. Okay. But the funny thing is, is that he's said on multiple occasions now that he is a little bit like Christian Grey. Yes. Which is like, oh, cringe. Like nobody walks around being like, yeah, I'm basically a modern day Christian Grey, which is from Fifty Shades of Grey for anyone who yeah. doesn't know. Um, but, yeah, these two, is it's not going to work out. He's already told her he's not sexually attracted to her, even though he's had his paws all over yeah, her. they had like little They've been, Yeah, they were like right. making out like away from cameras, like arms all over each other, like wrapped in each other, like full make out session. I'm like, but you're not sexually attracted. Could you make out with a tree like that? Yes, yeah, like, strange. Anywho, that's that's the couples. We do have, I think, two weddings tonight. There was also a um, gay couple. However, one of the men pulled out of the show. Oh, really? Yeah, before they even got to the wedding. So they're now trying to find him another partner. Um, yeah, that's where we're at. Um, so we're looking forward to the next couples. We will reconvene at the next entertainment episode to chat about where we're at. To chat about where it, it's happening. The funny thing is, though, is that for the last few years, I'm like, I'm not fucking watching maths. It's toxic. It's gross. And now I'm like, here I am watching episode every episode. Yeah, I um, I don't have normal TV. Yeah, that's right, because you don't have Foxtel, so you don't watch it through the Foxtel no. anymore. So you'd have to go out of your way to watch it. Yeah. So yeah. it's not just something that I can just whack on. Yeah. So um, cute. I know. <laughs> um, I'm like I'm too far away. So yeah, I just I never really get into normal TV, mm. but what I am into, Love on the Spectrum, which is from normal TV. Isn't that yes. on SBS or something? Um, ABC well, no, Channel Seven, I think. Did oh. the Australian version. Okay. So I think the Australian version has a couple seasons. I'm currently watching the new US version, which is on Netflix. Okay, yep. Maybe I have seen it on Netflix. Netflix. Maybe it was just Netflix. Maybe it wasn't Channel Nine. I don't know. Um, so Love on the Spectrum is where they follow around people who, on various areas of the autism spectrum. Yes. Um, and they're on their quest to find love because yes. they're people too and they need love as well. Yes. Um, so people um, – Someone's already commented love on the spectrum um, infantasizes participants. I listened to – I follow a couple of them on social media and all of them have come out and said that they never once felt – you know, pressured or um, or anything like that. And she, like, oh, I'm trying to remember her name. She said, how about rather than just like jumping to the conclusion about the show, how about you actually ask the participants that were on it? Yeah, exactly. Like it's their, it's their call. Yeah. You don't get to actually say – that, how, how their happening. experience is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what she said. She yeah. goes, my experience was amazing. And she goes, and I had a great time. And she goes, I learned really valuable skills in like how to communicate with people and all this kind of stuff so that's all that matters really yeah so they follow so this the i think it's season two mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. um and so they're following a couple of people who were on season one um danny being one of them she's an uh she does like animation style 
um, stuff. Yep. Um, where she does a lot of like what it's like living with autism and she mm-hmm. makes them into little animations and Cute. things like that. So that's what she does for a living and she like travels around a lot. Mm-hmm. And all that kind of stuff. Um, so we're following Danny now. She just—I'm not f- completely finished it, but she just asked like a friend of hers if they would like to go on a date, and he said yes. And um, then she was like, "Oh, um, you." Like, at the date, he was very much so like pump the pump the brakes kind yeah. of thing. Um, he's like, "I'm not ready. I just like left a fiance and all this kind of stuff." But she was yeah. like. Her heart was so set that the next day when she was, like, having breakfast with her auntie and uncle, she was just, like, crying. She was like, my heart's just, like, set on him. And Aww. and it was really sad. And I was like, oh, the poor doll. Um, and then we just met Journey. And Journey is – That's a cool name. Yeah, she's African-American. Yeah. And she's autistic, but she's also um, a lesbian. Okay. Yeah, and she went on a date cool. with a girl. And I was like, this is happening. They're, yeah. like, they're vibing. Yeah. Um, they're opening up to one another. And then Journey was like, I think – that I would just prefer to be friends. And both Ryan and I were like, we can never pick it. <laughs> oh, my God. And then there's Abby and David. And Abby and David were in the first season. And I guess the- that's how it's different too, right? Like yeah. because they're on the spectrum, you, you think you can read, read them. The, them, but you really can't. No, nah. Um, so, yeah, it's um, – I don't know. I just – I love it because it's so wholesome. Yeah. And, you know, like there's no beating around the bush mm-hmm. um, about sometimes how they feel. I think there's a bloke, his name's Connor, and he's just like the epitome of of autistic people and how they're treated. Like yep. he's so lonely. Aww. Nobody ever reaches out to him to be friends. And like obviously with Ryan being on the spectrum, like I see this with him as well. Yeah. If – he wouldn't see people if he didn't organise it. Nobody invites Ryan anywhere. Yeah, okay. He's never, like, the first person that people think of when they need yeah. to go and do stuff. But he's also, like, the first person to give you the shirt off his back kind yeah. of thing, you know? So, like, I, I think that Love on the Spectrum really hits for us because it, I relate to it also to fa- other family members. Yeah. Um. So I really relate to that loneliness and them just literally going to work and coming home and the only – like. Connor's mum was like, the only time his phone goes off is when it's the family chat. She goes, he doesn't have anybody that just reaches out. And she goes, and I hope this experience, even if he doesn't find love, he finds friendship. And I think that that's what a lot of the family are interested in for these people is to find that. Um, Yeah. yeah, And there's, there've obviously like lots of variants of people who are on the spectrum. Mm. Some that are like, um, so Abby and David are both very much so like, um, uh, ex- escorted mm-hmm. like if they go anywhere the mum and the sisters are always kind of around yep. and so they met on the last season and then this season they went to Kenya and did like African safari together Ooh. because they're both of their favourite animals are lions cool. and that's something that they like connected with and they're still together now Cute. Um and I think they just went to Disneyland <gasps> together the other day, and love yeah, Disneyland. Um, yeah, it's so it's very cute. And I know that Danny does the lady I was talking about at the start, mm. who's the animator. I know she does find somebody. Yeah. Um, because I do follow her on social media, so I'm really excited to see her meet him. Yeah. And like, and because obviously at the moment she's like in love with 
you know, uh, her friend and that's where her heart was set. So I'm really excited for her to find somebody else that she's just going to like sweep her off her feet. And he says such lovely things about her on, on his Instagram and things like that. So yeah. um, I'm really excited for that. And yeah, so I love, I love Love on the Spectrum. I think it's really cute. And I'm glad that some of the prior cast members have come out and said that, you know, like they never felt victimized or mm-hmm. um, uh, there is a particular word that people are using. Yeah. Um, and she goes, I never felt like that. And, and rather than jumping to conclusions, how about you actually ask us? Is it like romanticised? May oh, No, I don't think it is. It's I think like they feel like they're being taken advantage of. Like okay. Other people think that they're being taken advantage of. Yeah. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, they did sign up for it. So... Um, and also it's there it's it's up to them as to whether they want to say whether that's actually how their experience was like absolutely and if they ever in there you can like you can watch it um they Connor was starting to get a bit panicky. He was doing speed dating okay. for with a company for autistic. So all, yep. all of the participants are autistic as well. Yep. Um, and, yeah, he was getting a bit panicky because mm-hmm. he had seen somebody he knew. Yeah. And he was like, oh, my God, you know, like she's here and I'm here and we're both autistic oh, and I also know her, so maybe this is love. Aww. You know, like the, it's just like he's jumped to this conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. So he's outside and he's just like, I need to calm down, I need to chill out, and it, you know, like yeah. – And but the producers give them that opportunity to just go out and yep. they haven't followed with the cameras it's literally just audio yep. and we're sitting there looking at his empty chair and yep. i think that it's nice and the um producers of it are australian okay cool yeah and yep. so it's nice just to i th- i don't think that they you know force them into doing anything crazy but yeah yeah you know sometimes you never know but no that's also right. with the other contestants coming out and saying that you know they love the producers and and everything's fine then, yeah and i think yeah. people need to remember that when you're watching these shows these like reality type mm. shows we are only seeing like snippets oh yeah tiny tiny, tiny snippets yeah. of what could be hours and hours of filming yeah so you're really only seeing tiny tiny bits i think it's the same as like when you you look at someone on tiktok like people need to remember you are seeing these tiny tiny sections of what people want you to see and you can't just assume that you know all of the backstory behind it because you yeah. really don't no absolutely um okay I want to right. quickly talk about this one. Mm-hmm. Um, Alyssa Milano has been slammed by the public and media for sharing her son's GoFundMe for his baseball trip. And people are not... Alyssa Milano. She's the one from Charmed, one of the sisters from Charmed. Yeah, okay. Yep, She's like yep. big on um, leftist activism, like breastfeeding yeah, um, in public yeah. and that sort of thing. Yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, so she's basically shared her go her son's GoFundMe for his baseball trip, mm-hmm. um, asking her followers to help her son go on this baseball trip. Now, Alyssa Milano is worth approximately – her net value is approximately $10 million. Okay. Um, but is that, like, direct money that she can get to or oh, is it no, tied in asset? No idea. Yeah. No okay. idea. Yeah. Um, but that's just, her, like, what they've said, you know, she, approximately with the work that she's done, she should be around yep. about this – worth around about, about this much. Yep. And then, obviously, she has a partner and all of that, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was defending her actions, she stated, I support the team in other ways and that's why she's not supporting them financially. Okay. What do you reckon about that? Has the son turned around and said, Mum, can you not flash your cash around my baseball team? I have no idea. Basically, I saw a little media report on this and that was pretty much it. That's Um, where my mind goes first is that the kid's probably been like, can you like just do what all the other mums have done and just, you know, share the GoFundMe? I don't want you to dump. 
$10,000 into this, yeah. you know? Like is he is she trying to give him the normal life and Yeah. Yeah, I don't I think that there's probably more to the story. Yeah. Um or she's super tight ass. Yeah. And doesn't want to spend her money on it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but um people that people are like, you know, it's put in poor taste and mm-hmm. like the cost of living, living right yeah, now. Yeah. Um and you're asking your followers for money, like it just doesn't look yeah, good, okay. blah blah blah. Oh yeah, and I understand that. I can yeah. I can definitely see that as well. But you're right. Again, we're seeing tiny snippets. Snippet of it. And we can't just assume that what we're seeing yeah. is all of the story yeah i feel like the sun's probably turned around and been like oh just share it on your socials mum." yeah you know yeah like don't give me a million dollars towards this just just help me by sharing it yeah yeah um the other one i wanted to quickly talk about is all of this bullshit about taylor swift at the moment okay yes so the credit go on this one all the information i got from this one is from at the herd on tiktok okay um so he's basically done like a little spiel about this mm-hmm. and he put it so fucking eloquently. You can find the whole video on at the herd TikTok page. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going viral at the moment. I think it's been up for like four days or something. Okay. But basically people in the US are losing their damn minds <laughs> over Taylor Swift being shown on the NFL. So whenever the Chiefs are playing, the Kansas City Chiefs, that's who Travis Kelsey, her partner, plays for. Yes. Um, she's shown on the screen because obviously she's there, she's at the game, she's supporting her partner, blah, blah, blah. She's also like the most popular pop star ever. Yeah, she's like one of the most famous people in the world right Uh now. Yeah. They're using it as well. A lot of people are watching the NFL that never used to watch the NFL just for the chance to possibly see Travis Kelsey or Taylor Swift because it's pop culture right now. I'll have something to add to that in a second. So Um, basically, they're stating... They just want to watch football. This is like the US and guns. <laughs> Don't yeah. take my guns. Don't take my guns. Yeah, well, they're um, killing kids. So We'll come back to We'll circle back to that one <laughs> on another episode, I think. <laughs> so get this. The broadcast mm-hmm. goes for three and a half hours. Yeah. Only 18 minutes of that will show an actual football. Only 18 minutes of that will have a football in it. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Then the average amount of time that Taylor has been shown on screen in a game is... 25 seconds. I was about to say, it's only going to be a couple of seconds. Yeah, 25 seconds. Just pan to her in the box, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, the widely watched ads that, that are before the Super Bowl. Oh, I love the ads. Go for four hours. Yeah. And people are happy to watch that, but they just want to watch football. It's the best bit. <laughs> Other celebrities that have been shown without complaint include Matthew McConaughey, uh-huh. Drake, man, Spike man, Lee, Eminem, man, Jack, yep, Jack Nicholson. Man. And they've always been widely celebrated. Uh-huh. Yes. Now, this beautiful, young, um, successful mm-hmm. woman yep. is being shown on the football and they're like, get her off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and honestly, you have to go over and watch the TikTok on yep, the Herd's um, TikTok page because mm-hmm. honestly, he just he just talks about it so well and he does this whole spiel about lonely men mm-hmm. and how they're like – they're offended because this woman is on the screen and she's she'd never talk to someone like them and that's what they're really offended about yeah. and it's just yep. so it's hilarious. hilarious. So um, a dad came on to TikTok and I can't remember where it is. If I find it, I will put it up. Yeah. But he said he said all of my mates were whinging that Taylor Swift was was taking over the NFL mm-hmm. and he said and you know what I replied to he goes. Um, he said, my daughter started watching NFL with me. Yeah. And he said, and now she sends me stuff about the Chiefs. Yeah. Because 
and and he goes, and now I listen to Taylor Swift. Yeah. And he's like, and we have something in common. And he's Which like, is something to bond about. And to find something in common with my 15, 14, 15 year old daughter yep. is a hard feat. And he's like, so I thank Taylor Swift for yep. coming into the NFL. I love that. Yeah. That's so wholesome. Yeah. yeah. And that's I was so just sweet. like, that's it. That's all it boils down to. Yeah. Open your pea brains. Yeah. For five freaking minutes. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, and like I said, she's been shown for 25 seconds. Yeah. And the, imagine the amount of money she is bringing in. <laughs> My live access has been removed. Oh, no. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah, imagine the amount of money she's bringing in to pay extra people watching, extra people visiting the games in the hopes yeah. of seeing her. Just She would just the, be. The, the revenue that mm. the Chiefs have bought in for um, their, like, uh, like uh, jerseys and, yeah. and paraphernalia and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. is huge. Yeah, because everyone wants to wear a bloody Chiefs shirt yeah. just like she is. Like she, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So love it. Whinge about something else, please, yeah. middle-aged men. Get in the bin. <laughs> All right. Did you hey. have anything else or was that our entertainment episode? That's our entertainment episode. I love it. She's done. Holy She's shit, good. another 35 minutes just straight out the back. Gone. <laughs> in there. Oh, no. Swish and flick. Uh, Beautiful, guys. Make sure you follow our socials and we love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.